0: Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of The Coop. It's currently Sunday, the 29th of January, and I'm here with Caitlin, who's one of my closest friends from GCSE Dance. There's four of us. It's me, Caitlin, Marina, and Anna, but actually me and Caitlin were the ones that met first. So we're going to start off telling, well, to line out the episode for you guys, it's all going to be based around academic validation, of course, and eating disorders, of course. (laughs) 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 But we start off with how we met. So, Caitlin, we meet at age 14. No, ages ago. 13, because it would have been, you would have been 14, I would have been 13, because it would have been auditions for GCSE in February. And then I remember you being there because I remember we were all, there was a bunch of us and then the teacher was like, who here trains at the RAD? You're the only ones put your hand up. Yeah. And I was
1: so confused. So I was like, where are all these people coming <laughs> where from? Are they all?
0: And I was literally like, I was like, oh my God, this girl's gonna be like amazing. I was like, this girl's, <laughs> oh no. I was she like, was like nah. so <laughs> you were, oh my God, are you kidding? You literally were. But then, so then we fast forward to summer 2019. So like July, Yeah, this June, is where I, I actually was, remember like. Yeah, and then I remember, so we're in, um. (laughs) it's funny so it's summer school and it's my first summer school i've ever done i've never done summer school before and it was at the red and like preparation for me going there for the gcse i was like oh it could be like a fun thing to do um so we go, and for those of you who don't know, like some schools basically just like a week of like dancing, and then at the end you have a little performance on like the Saturday. Anyway, so then I remember seeing you, but like we were kind of walking next to each other in the corridor. I was like, yeah. "Hi!" I was like, "I feel like I like I know you before," and you're like, "Yeah, like you seem familiar." And I was like, "Were you at the audition for GCSE?" And yeah. you're like, "Yeah." And I was like, "And then we were like, moment. yeah, and we were like, did you get in?" And I was like, "Yeah." And we we're like, "Oh my god, I'll see you in September." Like it was so weird. we were like, "Wait, this is fantastic!" Like we'll literally yeah. see each other in September. So How good. nice. Um, so then we became really friends. It was, like, really, really good friends. It was, like, me, you, and Sylvia. We yeah. were, like, little three at summer school. Do you remember one time we were doing, like, yoga or something? We were lying down on these yoga mats, and she, like, gets this, like, water bottle that's, like, one of those spraying ones. And it's, like, yes And there's, like, this, like, oh music in the background. We're all just, like, actually breathing for the first time. Yes, literally. And it's we're all just lying down, eyes closed, and it's just, like, oh my god oh, wow. It literally felt like we were being rained oh. on it was so it was nice so and so good. refreshing and then I remember oh. she was like she was like now imagine there's like a golden ribbon going through your toes like how do you loads. remember this so Cause, well because because then at the end you would I mean, turn was... on your side and she was like now curl up on your side because you were like lying flat for a really yeah. long time and she was like now curl up on your side and she was like and think about like everything you're grateful for right now think about like who got you here your parents like who paid for all of this and a single tear just like rolled down my face Beautiful. yeah and I don't like that's never happened before like because back in 2019 like it was a rough year everyone knows that it was like the start of my downfall yeah. um before best summer school in 2021 what what is it with the summer schools um they're not good they're not good but um It was, like, yeah, 2019 was just rough with, like, friends and everything. And it's been a really rough year, and dance was, like, pretty much the only thing that got me through that year. And then I remember, like, she's just, like, just remember everything you're grateful for. And I was, like, I'm so grateful to just be here right now. And I was, like, I just... I was, like, I'm in such a good place with dance. Like, I love dance. It's, like, I'm in good vibes. And, like, that's just... T- this tear of just gratitude and i haven't had like that's a so grateful tear ever again i know like it's not cute oh. but like this single tear of just like gratefulness just like rolled down my cheek and i was like oh wow i was like that was a moment Jeez. i was like shavisna like maybe i should do this more oh. often definitely butchered the name that's not i don't think that's how you say it but it was so much fun and we did like street dance and stuff and yeah. i loved it like it was so good And oh, we did that dance to like tina turner's like rolling in the was super rolling in the room. Yeah, that. Yeah. And then that also was really the fun. contemporary teacher. We did one to um, forty-five by Bonnie Vera. Yeah. And that's how I first found Bonnie Vera because I remember one girl shazamed the music because she wanted to rehearse, and then it was like Bonnie Vera forty-five. Oh my god! I've like because I loved the song so much which made me love the dance mm. and then from like from since then I've just been the huge like biggest Bonnie Bear fan and then he did all those collaborations with Taylor and like Folklore on Evermore so and then like, oh. and now everyone knows who he is and I'm like oh for god's sake like come on <laughs> this is my underground secret. yes but I just and I'm just I owe everything now whenever I hear that song I, I remember us and like contemporary doing it um, I need to have a re-listen. Or go on my oh my god! Oh god, it's so good. It's I love Bonivir so much. But it was so good, and then I remember at the end, like it wasn't that sad because I was like, oh, let's see you in September. Yeah. I was like,
1: I'm actually looking forward to you seeing yeah. because I was so petrified about making new Were friends you? there. Yeah, because like all, I've always been bad at like going somewhere and like making new friends because I feel like I come across really, but sh- well, I used to come across really shy at first. Yeah, her, so yeah. Like, I just wouldn't well,
0: that was that was me as well, but I was starting GCC dance with my friend Amy and then obviously now I knew you so I introduced you guys to each other so we became three. That was a
1: godsend. It was literally (laughs)
0: such a good little group we're going on and then we kind of merged with other people in the class as well. And then, so first year GCSE, it's so quiet, all of us. like but at the back, the at whole the time. Back, did not speak, literally, like, I was such a teacher's pet. And like I, I, I kind students. of, perfect students, like, so quiet. Always did yeah. homework, literally, like, five weeks in advance. Yeah, we'd go sit in the library beforehand. Yes. Oh my God, you're right. Oh my God. Oh my God, oh my God I forgot what about that. What were we that. doing? It was what literally were we year 10. It was year 10, we had no work to do. We were literally just doing, like, I was literally just doing, like, science fill-in-the-gap sheets. Take me back to that live. <laughs> um I God, I remember that. And then I remember revising Dance with You Guys, but I also remember yeah. revising... That was such good vibes. No, that I'm so getting good. really emotional. I miss oh. those times. It was so simple. Uh, and it was just... It was always just us in the library, like no yeah. one else, because it was kind of like a small library. Um, one time when we were on the bridge, which is just like this part of, our, of the dance place that like connects the two buildings. We were on the bridge and then I remember you were like, you and Grace were like- that oh, thought this was gonna be a <laughs> You were like, like,
1: this is our TikTok dance era, but- It was, there was a TikTok
0: dance era, which also was against RED guidelines because it's they're really strict with That's no so filming. Um, and then- <laughs> And I mean, we were li- we were literally disrupting the class that was going on. Yeah, and it was really loud. And then, because I, I was too embarrassed to do TikTok because mm-hmm. I had like, obviously confidence. I was self low because of 2019. Um, and I remember so you and Amy had like a TikTok dance era and then I just sat in the corner I was like I was like, Jill's going to come. Like, Jill's our teacher. I was like, she's going to come and, like, tear our heads off. Um, which did which happen. did happen. And then we actually got banished from the bridge. Yeah, which you know, was our fault. And everyone got banished. Yeah, People or the whole like class got, yeah, the whole class got banished from the bridge. And they were Whoopsies. kind of mad about it. But it's also because we had ballet classes in the morning, which yeah. is why we were there all day. Like, we were there for the whole day. Because GCSE was 3 till 6. But obviously, we were there from, like, 11am, yeah. so... Yeah, we did get bored, and then also I remember one time we put, we sniffed Sharpies (laughs) to try and get high, that didn't work, (laughs) and then I remember another time we put like, what's that thing, we put like Vaseline on your eyelids or something. Oh yeah, (laughs) (laughs) and then because mine's the tinted one, the like pink one, I came in with like pink eyelids and everyone was like, what are you doing? <laughs> it was so this funny was a really manic era for both it of us. was a feral era from us no it's just because we got bored and then uh. you had so much drama like you're you're 11 yeah but that, okay well so that was that moment and then yeah we went kind of went okay, into lockdown
1: oh yeah because my year 10 was rough
0: yeah that was my depressed
1: but like not of the so many friendship
0: issues right
1: i don't even know because i feel like that was like leftover mm. friendship issues like year nine Year ten were Honestly, like.
0: Year nine was it for everyone. It was, so many yeah. people. Twenty nineteen and twenty twenty one and twenty yeah. twenty two. Oh.
1: Because year oh. nine was like confidence no. low. Fucked all my yes. friendship. Hundred percent me then, too. Yeah. Made friends with Delphine. Am I say her
0: name? Yeah. What's her name? We love her because like the personal growth that came from it was great. Yeah. This is what I yeah. think with like my old friends, but like, <laughs> I still see them on the screen with her face.
1: Thankfully, I don't see her
0: anymore. Yeah. But
1: that was my. Was he year ten I or year eleven? That. My
0: rogue cut a fringe. Caitlyn came in with like a, a banging fringe, and we were literally like, because you came in late as well, <laughs> and yeah. we turned around, oh, that's Caitlin, it. and then we're like, oh my god, it's Caitlin, because you suit a fringe so well. <gasps> oh, you look. Everyone says sweet. you look like that character from Barbie. I don't know if she. I can't remember her name. I've got yeah, You're identical. I'm not even kidding you guys. Like identical, like that perfect like ginger fringe, but like long hair. Like, mm, mm, <laughs> just hit. And I remember you came in, and I was like, whoa. And Keelan was like, what? I cut it in the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> I was
1: like, what? It was a whole story. Like during Latin, I was like, should I cut a fringe? And Delphine didn't say no. So then I cut a fringe.
0: Mad. What an oh. era. And then, so yeah, that was like first year. And then we go into lockdown. And then, was guys, rough. I talk about this so often. I really... You know, with me, I really put in 100% effort with dance and lockdown, 100% effort. Caitlin, <laughs> camera up to the ceiling. You cannot, you cannot see this girl. I didn't yeah. see her for like a good five months. And all you see I is just her. dance. Hands- <laughs> no. And the teacher's like, Caitlin, are you there? And then Caitlin just puts a thumbs up. Like, no, mic, No, barely, no. not even a camera. Just a thumbs no. up. It's a miracle I passed. Miracle you passed. Um, And then we come back in 2021. And then at this point, the class is split in two. Because we had oh, a really yeah. huge class of like 20... 20- I'm gonna say like twenty five or something. Yeah. Um, so the teacher split us in two because of COVID and bubbles and stuff. So we're put in the same class and we're like, thank God. Which is then how Marina and Anna come yeah. and join us.
1: It all just like it all emerged. just it all came
0: together. And then um, we had our own little four. And then it was just great vibes in twenty twenty one. That was so the Bassy Park era. Yes, because twenty twenty. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, it was it was like the twenty nineteen to twenty twenty. Like before COVID, yeah. the first year of GCSE was when you were really going through it. Yeah, that was very rough. Now.
1: Like I was either. Depressed, depressed vibes it, was, very it like, was like me and grace being like manic Yeah. there was no in between yes there was
0: no in between that was like my quiet era and then obviously in lockdown i think i've talked about this before on the podcast but my confidence grew so much because i was away from toxic people so i came back in 2020 2021 booming still a teacher's pet though like i was still not yeah. loud in class but I feel like it's a lot more. We were more confident. We like kind of moved forward. Yeah, we were at the front of the class. We had our spots, and we were front line. We were doing it. We were doing it. I mean, I was like on the edge because I was like, I'm not going front center. But like, (laughs) we were doing it. And then on one cheeky bus ride, me and Caitlin suddenly discover we both have eating disorders,
1: (laughs) which is a funky
0: time. Yeah, for sure. Because I remember being like, I just remember being like. I think I hadn't had my period or something for, like, a, cu- a while, like, a couple months. And then you're yeah. like, yeah, no, like, yeah, me, me neither. neither. And yeah. I was like, ah, oh, she's a girl who, like, gets it. And we were always freezing. Like, us yeah. we were always shivering and quivering. We were not looking good. No, multiple layers. It was just a funny bus ride because I remember you being like, I literally remember so clearly you saying, I wouldn't call it an eating disorder. i just say it's, like, disorderly <laughs> eating. And I was like, mm. <laughs> Like, I see where you're coming from with that, but I was like girl it is so an eating disorder disorder, i was like i was like she's saying what like what you've done i was like that's not just disorderly eating that is a full-blown eating disorder disorder. with my eating disorder
1: it was i mean it got bad at a point where it was more like anorexia
0: where it was just like
1: less food but then because it did move into more orthorexia like it was still like i don't know how i describe it because it was just like want to lose weight Mm mm-hmm well, I'd not even, like, necessarily lose weight. It was, like, want to look a certain way, which I think is more how, like, the yes, anorexia yeah. came in. So it was never like I wasn't eating food. And I was still eating so much food that no one seemed to worry this about it. This was the it. thing.
0: So the thing is, Caitlin would always come in with, like, big Tupperwares of food. But, yeah. like, when you actually looked to the contents, it that was actually, was, like... Yeah, it was, like veggies, nothing. It was no calories. It was, like, peppery... Peppery? It was, it was just, like, <laughs> peppers, leaves... Yeah. Like, it was like
1: veggies because you had a fear of nearly everything else veggie and yeah. protein
0: because yeah. I remember because it didn't get really bad for you like it's always Christmas time it's always Christmas like always I Christmas. like it literally
1: I, from what I remember I feel like it started at
0: Christmas yeah well, actually before but that. I'm pretty sure it was like the Christmas that then went into like lockdown right yeah that Let, Christmas us brain power brain power um, Because I'm pretty sure I remember it being bad around lockdown and then I was like, I never clocked and I felt really bad and I was like, oh no.
1: Year 10 Christmas was my depressed era. Yes. Because then we went to Disneyland January and I remember being so worried, like, am I going to be too depressed to enjoy this once in a lifetime experience? But that kind of like shifted me out of it. Yeah. Almost because it was like change of scene. You put it in
0: perspective as well, yeah. So like
1: that kind of got me through it. So that was like year 10 and then... Lockdown was summer. Mm-hmm. So then it like kind of started then. That was like, yeah.
0: Yeah. They're like, oh, I've got too much time. Let's change our body. Literally. Why and not? I think that was the same with me with lockdown. It's like, because all of a sudden, and also there was such big hype on like social media yeah. about TikTok. TikTok. Like toxic. And my fitness pal. Yes. Toxic. out Because so my fitness pal counts every single calorie and yeah. it's like your calorie
1: goal or whatever. No, my fitness pal. I think my fitness pal era was my. Not even start of year 11. Because, like, okay, so we went through lockdown summer from year 10 to year 11, mm-hmm. which is where I got into running, I got back into fitness. Yes. And, like... Uh, like... Because at first, at it, first it was too good. bad. Like, I would say the thought processes around that, at that time we
0: much more I feel like it genuine. Was more, I think it was more mental yeah. health-based because you said it just, like, like clears your yeah, mind. Yeah, it felt so I,
1: good to be moving my body again because, yeah. like, I basically quit gymnastics at that point. I thought I'd be doing gymnastics till I was 18, 20. Like, yeah. younger me had literally thought I'd be doing it for my whole life. Yeah. So I just, like, stopped moving. And also dance. Garnie was just
0: tilting her screen Yeah, up, like, I wasn't like...
1: dancing. So I got really into fitness and started enjoying it. Yeah. And then I remember something... And then, like, we got into start of year 11 which for the most part was fine. I remember, like, going out with my friends and, like, eating food fine. Mm -hmm. That was chill. And then somewhere between the half term of, like, that first term, yeah, things went to shit. Yeah. And it happened so quickly because I actually remember, like, eating cookie dough with my friend one time. And then, like, after that, I was, like, like, lying to my friends about having eaten lunch. And it was like, what happened? Oh, my God. That
0: era is so wacky. uh... Yeah. And you know what it is? I think it's because I... That was, like, when you got it. So you were, like, I remember you saying, it was so intense, your fitness routine, it was like, yeah, you'd have like an arm day, like, so let's just, yeah. like, hypothetically, it'd be like, Monday would be arm day, Tuesday, leg day, Wednesday, ab day, Thursday, whatever, it'd be like another one, full body, yeah, full yeah. body, hit, then Friday might be weightlifting, Saturday, run, Yeah. Sunday, you'd, I, like, um, did not have a rest day. No, you didn't have a rest day, and on Saturday, she'd go on a run, guys, then she'd <laughs> do, how long was it, one, one year, like, It was three, three hours. hours, three hours one year. Th- then she'd so she'd go on a run, then do three hours of dance, then do another three hours of yeah. dance. It was insane literally it was mental. truly insane because like i didn't and it's so hard because and then sometimes you'd walk home yeah
1: because like lots of the fitness it was like mental health relieving because mm. it was helping my eating disorder kind of in yes a way. And that's but why it was also giving it. me mental health benefits so it was just yeah. like the lines between everything got, got so, so blurred. blood so blood and i remember yeah. you
0: coming in with like low energy or oh just God, like just feeling dying. tired the whole time and i just thought it was like depression i was yeah. like yeah real um yeah.
1: i think that's why it got bad during winter because yeah. like like the relapses always happen in
0: winter. They always it's happen, always happen, in, happen winter. in winter. I know, I like that as a pattern for you. Yeah. Um, but... This one's just been fine, guys, don't worry. We us <laughs> go. It's the first time. Standing! But yeah, because I remember for me, it was like 2020 when I got my fitness pal. Yeah. And again, like TikTok's so toxic. Like everyone oh, was doing, everyone fitting. was doing like Joe Wicks or Chloe Ting or like. Chloe Ting. Chloe Ting. The two Chloe week shred. Ting. Yeah. Yeah. The, the whole lot. Carried on the two week shred from like, the, like April. All the yeah. way up until November. Every single day. Two weeks mm. red. Mm. Well, for those of you that don't know, it's basically 40 minutes of, like, full body workout. Um It's oh, just mad. Literally just mad. And then everyone was, like, changing their diets. And they were like, come and be healthy. I didn't even have TikTok. But, like, I... It TikTok just, was a really bad place for it, me at that time. Yeah. I didn't yeah. even have it, but it, it filtered through to YouTube. It filtered through to Instagram. Yeah. Like, it was everywhere. everywhere. Um And it just got so bad and then like everyone was like oh come and try like if like now's the time to be vegan because like now we have the time to like do recipes mm. i'm like oh, fuck's sake. i'm like no. this is i like i don't know what to do and like i spent a lot of time in 2020 working on dance yeah and that's when my fitness pal came in and that's when i like was like tracking my calories and stuff and that's when i started cutting out breakfast so like in the so year 11 yeah so then in year 11 i actually things on saturdays i always did have breakfast because i was like mm. i need because i yeah, had ballet in the morning um but then like on the weekdays I was like cutting out breakfast so it's like I would just have like a wrap but then I'd have like I'd have basically my meal plans like a wrap a snack mm. and then like kind of two meals in the evening so I'd have like I'd always have seconds
1: yeah
0: um but obviously that gradually like kind of depleted energy a little bit and just strength but then I remember we get to Easter intensive which is I think yeah. everyone's even though like underlying issues for mm. me personally happiest oh. I've ever been yeah I definitely still wasn't, I was still, like, I actually I have, like, my diary from, like, I was still really stressed about what I ate and everything, and, like, I still was very, like, cautious about what I ate, but I think it's because we were dancing all day every day for, like, two yeah. weeks, it just made me feel so yeah. much better about myself. Because, like,
1: I feel like the period where I had, like, the typical anorexia, like... Mm. The fears and then like the purging behavior on top of yes, it. Yes, yeah. That didn't last that long for me, which I'm so grateful for. That was just yeah. like. Because I remember you December telling me you were to bulimic March. and I was just like, yeah. what? I was
0: like, whoa. Because it was
1: like December through to March and then that kind of shifted into much more orthorexic and yeah. exercise addiction. Yeah. Yeah. Which like. Isn't good, it's, but it's, it's like. It's not, yeah. It's it's bad, but it wasn't it's as a outright better bad. coping yeah.
0: mechanism than what it was. Yeah. yeah.
1: So like it still obviously was not good, but then. Easter was a time where it started to switch and then by the time it got to summer because I, I went away with friends for a week so yes. I couldn't track anything so I was like well we might as well not track we might as well just live our life for a little yes. bit so like yeah. that summer was fine oh. Easter Intensive I think was like the start Easter of that Intensive switch.
0: was such a good time guys it was just guys. happy it was like, so happy like, oh. all of us like and also because at this point so at this point so I, know, I had my French trauma you had your French yeah. trauma but then now Marina was going through French yeah. trauma we've
1: been through some shit we <laughs> honestly
0: have us as a collective like it's ridiculous <laughs> and then like, every single... Was it literally, like, every week? Or, like, every even day? Like, I mean, for, the, for Eastern Intensive, like, every day, we'd, like, go on a picnic to Battersea Park. Yeah. It was it was, um, it was so nice. And we'd, like, always go to co-op, thing. buy our food. And, like, we'd always... Fuck, oh, my God, no, I'm getting emotional. It was just so good. And I was so happy. Literally the happiest I've ever been. And I was like, this is life. I was like, this is yes, everything. Yeah. But then I remember in year 12... So then that's obviously when my eating disorder got really bad because it was after mm. Best summer school. Yeah. And then...
1: That's when I had my cheeky little relapse.
0: Yep, that's when Caitlin <laughs> relapsed. And I remember, so obviously I was at my worst and I think you were probably at your worst in like February half-term, yeah. right?
1: Yeah. Because, oh, it's so weird because I don't really like... Looking back on it, I want to say that my worst was like at the start of making eating disorder, but it's almost like the relapse was way more insidious because I genuinely thought I was fine. Oh, Whereas wow. like the first part, like I knew... It was bad. Like you yeah. can't be doing that stuff and thinking you're yeah. okay. Yeah. But then the second part I was like, Well, I'm just really into fitness. Like <sighs> like this is this is just what the fitness people are doing. Like I oh, got so into weightlifting. I, like all of these body goals that were just not sustainable or achievable yeah. in the slightest Especially on like the diet. Yeah. you Oh my god, this is so type A of me. But like I was such like I like I would research basically how to have an eating disorder at this point because yeah. it was like I did so much research into just like fitness stuff in general, like mm-hmm. how to lose weight, but in less of a like extreme way. And like, I took the advice of like how to sustainably lose weight. It was and you did basically just, like, did it how to more. be the
0: best. Like, how yeah. can you be the?
1: I like perfectionist did my perfectionist. way.
0: Perfectionist. <laughs> She's like perfectionist with anorexia.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Literally, yeah.
0: you literally finessed it.
1: I I truly did because
0: it. <laughs> I remember Whoopsies. it was very funny. My if my mom's listening, she'll get so mad. But like. Mm-hmm. I remember February half term. Oh, my mum's going to be fuming. But I remember February half term I was meeting you guys for brunch, yeah. for brunch and then um in Battersea and yeah, and then I was like to mum yeah, I am meeting them for brunch. I go and I'm like guys, I can't afford it, so I just eat an apple. <laughs> and then I do remember <laughs> yeah. that. And February half term was like literally like a month later i was hospitalized so that just puts bit oh, in perspective shopping. shocking really wow, I wonder, wow. I wonder why and i my energy was so awful it was awful and i was so drained and i just felt so bad the whole time i was like i'm giving up the worst energy <laughs> and then i remember seeing you caitlin and i was like i'd like because i always mm. like obviously i knew you had an eating disorder but i was like I just feel like
1: feel like it got bad again. I feel like it
0: got bad again. I was like, I was just, I was just looking at you. I was like, oh, yeah, something's not right. But then you whipped out this like whole Tupperware like you normally do, which yeah. you've always had like these Tupperwares of like vegan shit. <laughs> I'm like, well, I mean, it's that's tasty. The, <laughs> I'm like, that's the same old Caitlin. So yeah. I'm like, I'm so confused. It's scary to read out. It is because you have to admit that there's something. And also because, wrong with but you. that's the problem with it. It's like no one wants to get better because no one wants to put on the weight. Yeah, that's the issue with recovery.
1: I hate learning about it in psychology because we literally learn about typical anorexia only and it's like you have to be below
0: a certain BMI and I'm like well then I never would have qualified for jack shit would I exactly like and you know what it is as well it's like it's so annoying because I think hospital hospital sent me away three times because they're like nothing is wrong with you absolutely nothing like your bloods are fine you are fine Mm. and it was literally just like the only thing that was like concerning was my weight but they were like that's fine like they didn't look at that and then the cams like we had cams on the phone screen like not screaming obviously not screaming at us but like <laughs> worried like you're really bad like you need to go to hospital that you you're not safe at home like you we need you under oh intense God. care and then the hospital kept sending me home and i was like i don't know what That's to so do was so confusing for you as it's well because so like... then i was like well am i bad or not because then a part of me was like really wanted yeah. to go to hospital to get the validation that yeah. i was bad enough but then a part of me was like no, but, like, I don't want to get better. So, it was, like, yeah, really confusing cool. for me. <laughs> we were meant to be meeting one Sunday, and I was in hospital, and I was, like, I'm so... I mean, I had it in the, like, diary for a while, and, like, yeah. obviously, you guys know, like, it's hard for us to meet. So, I was, yeah. like, really crushed. And I was, like, I'm so sorry, I can't meet. Like, I'm kind of in hospital. And then you guys were, like, what the fuck? Well, they were, like, are you okay? Like, are you okay? Um, and then oh, I my God. Like, I was, like, um, so, like, it's just something's wrong with my electrolytes i was literally just there like can i say caitlin like studies science like she's a scientist me saying something's wrong with my electrolytes I was like whoa like what's happening like what and i was like oh i don't really know some doctors just said something about my electrolytes because obviously you had an eating disorder i was like i don't want to trigger you i was like i don't know what to do i was i, I was so not gonna funny. get triggered because, i know yeah, because i am like
1: because electrolytes are like a big thing when you do running yeah and so i was like okay how does this girl know about electrolytes something's up <laughs> <laughs>
0: it was so funny um so that was that and then and then it was really sad because then I was getting one year ago today's on my snapchat in hospital all from easter intensive all from easter intensive and I was literally like to um my therapist I was like you know it's so sad and she's like what I was like literally a year ago today I was at the happiest I've ever been happiest I've ever been like yes I was like slightly anorexic at the time but like happiest I've ever been like because I was like still fueling my body for dance and I was like and she was like yeah, well, look where you are now. I was like, I know. It's not helpful? Mate. Literally look where I am now. <laughs> Awful. It was so sad. And then I remember again in, like, September, we tried to meet, and then, no, maybe it was October, and then I was like, wow. I'm under house arrest. Yeah, I was insane. <laughs> I'm under house arrest. I and everyone was like, and then you guys again, the whole group chat's like, what the fuck? again. And I was like, guys, I'm so sorry. I'm under house arrest. Like, there's nothing I can do.
1: I remember you it's explaining so this when we did finally end We did meeting, finally We, phone. we yeah. were just like, and we're like, Helena, so can you please explain the last <laughs> six
0: months? It was absolutely hilarious for me. Absolutely <laughs> hilarious. Because then yeah because obviously my dark humor literally just giggling my way through and all of you guys are just there like like
1: what the hell (laughs) this is so dark this is is so so dark and i
0: was like you know like live love love like (laughs) like, live in it oh it's hilarious but like here we are now made it you know and you okay let's talk about recovery quickly because you Uh had to do a lot of recovery by yourself which i think is I have so much respect for you for that. I don't Mm. know how... Like, yes, that's been smooth sailing. It was, yeah. But still, you're doing it. Like, I don't know how you've done that.
1: Don't think it would be what I advise to people.
0: (laughs) No. To be honest. It's a lot.
1: Yeah, because it was, like... I think because I got better enough over that summer, after it had all been really bad, when I, like, Mm -hmm. deleted the tracking apps, I got better enough, and then I was like, okay, well, then I can just do this. Mm -hmm. And... I was training for a half marathon at the time. So I was basically just like Yeah, because Running Running has truly saved me actually because it basically changed my whole mindset from like what my body looked like to what my body could do.
0: Yes. Which is then like I actually And you know what a lot of a lot of fitness pages do that as well. It's all like they I remember all of them focused as like they're like you just gotta see your body as like what it enables you to do. Yeah. Like it literally it can let me just go on a walk. Like that's amazing. So like that was a mindset shift Mm -hmm. and a half
1: for me. So I trained up for that half marathon loved it did it like completely caught the running bug it was amazing but then like obviously i gained weight during that time so then after the half marathon my brain was like oh girl what have you done no 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 no. this is not allowed this is bad this is bad so then went right back into it like re-downloaded the fitness app (gasps) which is where i guess bad yeah you really my did you do my fitness file? back to my fitness oh i know get out it was bad like i tracked christmas dinner no who does that who does that who does that? So, yeah, that Christmas was bad. So, Christmas of year 10, bad. Christmas of year rough. 11, bad. bad. Oh, year 12 Christmas was bad as well. Just oh add Jesus that to the list. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, all of them are bad. All of them were bad. <laughs> bad. This year's been rough. Yeah. 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 But, so then, since I just moved new, to a new school, like, none of my friends knew that I had an eating disorder. None of my friends mm-hmm. knew me before. They didn't know what was normal for me. And it was probably... One of the actual worst bits of the eating disorder because mm. it seemed like I could, could keep have doing carry it my on whole floor. life. Yes. Like I and saw that's myself what gets living really like that. Yeah. Which is just terrifying, mm. to be honest. Yeah. But I kept seeing the results that I wanted. So that just keeps yeah. motivating you on to do the same thing. Exactly. Even exactly. when it got like so like, physically dangerous. Oh. Uh. And like it's, this is like, you get to your lowest and you, like, you've, Feel some sense of
0: happiness at the time, but like it's never enough. See, but this is the but that's the thing with addiction, though, isn't it? It's like you just keep, like you keep looking for the next. It's nothing's fulfilling. Like I remember, like when I'd reach a new weight, because things with me, like I never like did it because I wanted to be skinny. Like it just, that's just kind of what. Yeah, like it. That's what's really weird about the whole anorexia thing. Is like everyone's like. Oh, so, like, you're obviously never happy with your body to being with. I was like, that's absolutely not it. Like, I never had any body that's dysmorphic so things. I literally just got an eating disorder because I was scared of growing up. And it's like, oh. I didn't want to physically grow up. How oh. fuck's over is that? Wow. No, I look like, it
1: from a different angle. I... Hated my body
0: for a long time. See, and that's why mine's just like, that's why with me it's really weird because it's like I didn't realize how mentally it had affected me until Mm. recovery started. Because as far as I was aware, I never had any issues with my body. So it wasn't until recovery and weight gain I was like, oh my God, why am I suddenly like hating how I look? Because like all throughout anorexia, I never hated how I looked. Because I just I just wanted I don't know what it was I just hated growing up and then it kind of became this thing of like they all get
1: merged. I just see
0: the numbers on the scale and I'd want to get lower and lower and lower and like when I did I was like I got to a point where I was like okay that's terrifying like it has that's... a hold
1: on your brain and you don't yeah. see like you have to step out of really like, th- it. But like it's literally the
0: same with addiction it's like and you get to a point where it's like it's scary but it's like for some reason you just can't stop because yeah. it's like the fear the fear goes mm. and that's the thing like I remember like because I'd weigh myself every time before a shower and it's like I'd be in the shower and I'd be like. Shit, I was like, that. this is really scary. I was like, Ugh. I was like quite scared. But I was like, after like five minutes, it just goes. You're yeah. just not scared anymore. It's like, so okay, well, let me just carry on.
1: Because that was me with body checking. Because I never, like, I didn't have access to a scale or anything. So it oh, wouldn't be like that. Wow. Because for me, it was, since I didn't like the way I looked, it was all... Oh, it's all visual space. based? It was all visuals. It oh my God, like, that's so hard. Body fat percentage shit. Like That's so hard. So, But then I would see myself and... It's so weird, because it must have been body dysmorphia. But mm. you see yourself... And like I would see, and I would like, like be like, oh my god, I can see your bones, like it's scary, like skeleton, yes, like yes. that. But then you'd also like have the eating disorder voice, and it'd like flip flop between them. So yeah. like sometimes I'd look and I'd be tree like gut wrenchingly sick at the way I looked, mm-hmm. and other times I'd be like
0: euphoric, and it's it's just so <gasps> That's weird. Mad. But you like yeah. it's mad. It's oh, so it's true because it's like. There were times when I, like, briefly catch myself in the mirror. I was like, oh, hell, like, that looks... Yeah, like,
1: oh, ill. God, you look Yeah, you look ill.
0: And then there were, like, other times... Like, but then once you start hyper-fixating on, like, my stomach, for example, then it's like, oh, my God, I'm so fat, I'm so fat. And it's like, oh, what the fuck? It's it's like, you're playing such tricks on you. Playing such tricks on you. And it's so confusing because I think a lot of people don't understand body dysmorphic. You know you're skinny, but it's like... It's not enough. And you hyperfixate on certain
1: areas. Yeah. Cause like some areas like I did couldn't yeah, care like, less my about. My arms,
0: I was happy with my arms. I was like, she's arms thriving. Chill, legs were chill. chill. It's, for me it's just my stomach. That's the only thing hyper-fixated on. i hyperfixated fixated on. Had to have visible abs. Yeah. That Social was media me. like ingrained this into me. Same with me. Same with Chloe, Chloe Ting's like yeah. two weeks read. She was like, you'll get abs after this. Oh. Ugh, did it for six months, didn't get abs. Like come on. Thigh gap. Whoever yep. came up with that trend? Yep. fuck you. Yeah, that's, oh. that's a big one. That's a big one. And then also jawline jawline <laughs> those oh those are my three as well those yeah. are literally my three biggest insecurities do we think it was tiktok and social media yes <laughs> yeah hundred percent maybe hundred percent but oh god oh, yeah, on, it's, it's so, <laughs> so <laughs> interesting no but it's so
1: interesting but then when we went away for summer this year summer yes. of year 12 my friends Emily and Molly, I don't even know if you're listening to this. But thank <laughs> you so much. Like I owe you the whole of the life that I have right now. So Aww. like they snapped me out of it, and they were basically like, "We know you keep saying that you're recovered, but you have behaviors that uh-huh. are not recovered. Like not recovered. Yeah. You do not look recovered. Like what are you doing? Yeah, basically. And at this oh, point, love them. I just got yeah. full
0: body goosebumps. Oh my like, god. Oh.
1: No, I literally have full body yeah, goosebumps. You know. Oh so, god. Like, like so we went away to Devon because that's where my friend has yeah. a house. Bored. and like sh- like on one of the last days of the trip like i deleted my fitness pal nice. texted my mom told her that nice. i had an eating disorder said i wanted to get back into therapy like that's such a monumental moment yeah. for you and your
0: friends as well it was
1: yeah because like and they've all suffered in yeah. some way
0: yeah i, ha- I haven't uh, because i know them through
1: dance and gym so right that explains it all it yeah, explains yeah.
0: everything nice, nice so nice, nice, nice.
1: yeah and yeah so i think the biggest Jeez. switch was like getting myself back into therapy yeah I, is literally, so no, so much, I
0: literally i uh. literally have goosebumps stop i keep getting waves with goosebumps <laughs> it's just it's so mad to me because it's like i obviously knew that you hadn't eaten sort of but it's like again i only saw you once every half yeah. term, so it's like it was and not it's so
1: hard to like it's check so hard to check because it's
0: like you've always been like to me like you've always been thin yeah and you've always been really sporty which is so funny to hear someone else say because like before pre-eating disorder
1: I still like hated my body because you know when girls like go through that awkward bit of puberty where yeah, you gain a load of weight yeah and then like you be- you're still being and that's, I think that's of... where my
0: fear was that's why I yeah. kind of became anorexic because I was fearing that moment which I is think why... I became anorexic
1: because I went through yeah. that so, like I gained a load of weight and I had all these images in my head of girls that were older than me but like obviously once you go through puberty and you gain some of that weight you normally then just like mm-hmm. level out yeah. naturally, yeah. So I just
0: tried to skip to the leveling out bit because that's yeah. what I saw from everyone else. It's so interesting because I was one, I tried to prevent it from happening. Yeah. So then what I was saying to my therapist and actually to like um one of my anorexic friends, which is really funny. It's like both of us have found that like we didn't it's not just recovery we're signing up, for. we're signing up for puberty as well. Like, yeah. it's so weird. It's so, yeah. stra- it's such a strange time. It's like, 17, like, what am I doing? <laughs>
1: <laughs> but initially like, you're going through recovery, I'm now like, I feel like I'm going to, to go through a second puberty almost. Yeah, like, yeah. still trying to get my period back. It's and I'm just so like, true. Oh, it's so real. It's, like
0: it's such, a, such a faff. It's such, it's such a faff. Um, <laughs> Which just brings me on to recently, which is academic validation. Ooh, stunning. Because that's <laughs> a big one. And I feel like especially... In the past couple weeks with, like, Oxford rejections yeah. and Cambridge rejections, I think it's been a hard thing for a lot of people to na- to navigate. I'm not as hugely influenced by academia than, like, I would say you were necessarily. But that's because you have a lot more, like, pressure. I'd say you go to yeah. a lot more pre- prestigious school as well. Yeah, and I've yeah. always had that kind of You've pressure from myself. You've yeah, always had that, yeah. to be honest. You put so much pressure on yourself. And I was... Okay, it's not jokes, but I remember <laughs> in... On one Saturday, you had an audition. For, sorry, not an audition. An interview for your school. Yeah. And then you thought it went awful, and you were just you just came in and you just started crying. Yeah.
1: It was such a wreck because I based all of my self worth on it. Yeah. On like whether or not these random in. people thought I was
0: good enough for this random school. It's like when you put it like that, it's so it, like, delusional. It's so stupid, it's, but it's so like, delusional, it's and you got in like that, and I got in. So like, you got what, in. so what were you stressing I about? about? What were you but, stressing about? And but it's always been like that. It's always been like I need good grades to be mm-hmm. worthy and you know i have that to an extent but i think it's more so i definitely do have that to an extent because when i get bad grades even if i get a b i know this is really annoying for people mm. but if i get a b and like a subject i normally get a stars and yeah. i get so down on yeah. myself, and i beat myself up I'm like that isn't good enough like i have more exactly like clearly i'm the i've done something wrong like i should be doing more and
1: it does feel stupid to talk about well not stupid but like like yeah it can be annoying because it feels like well, other people may feel like I'm judging their grades, but it's not. It's like, yeah, it's the standard and I think, that I hold myself and to. And I think
0: it, oh, precisely. I think yeah. this is what so many people get offended by. It's like, when I get a B and I'm upset about it, people take that really personally. And they're like, oh, well, that means like, if when I'm getting Cs, you think it's like, that's awful. I'm like, yeah. no, 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 no. Yeah. Like, for you, that's amazing. That's great. I'm just saying, it's just my own criteria. Yeah. I set myself. It's like, I don't believe that, I will be good enough or that I am so. Precisely. Enough. Oh my god, unless that's like literally DH what it is. That is literally what it is.
1: Or unless I'm like the
0: best at it. Because exactly. it is so
1: like for me it was so much like I have to be the best. Like yeah, I have to be. Because we both have very
0: perfectionist, like yeah. I would say obsessive personalities. Yes. That's a common trait between us. Mm. Um <laughs> here we are. <laughs> but I was just really proud of you because you got re- sorry, I don't I don't wanna be like you got yeah, rejected. I got
1: rejected from Oxford, guys, it's fine. <laughs> 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 Look
0: here we go. Um but because I was talking about this with you earlier, but I was like, you in year 11 or year 10, if you knew that, no, would have destroyed shattered. you. And I remember you texting me saying you didn't get in and then you being like, I'm actually really happy about it because now I can do what I want to do, which is actually go to a London uni. And I was so proud because I was actually like, you've come so far because actually oh. you, like a couple of years ago, would have based your whole self-worth off it. And yeah, now...
1: Yeah, out.
0: Yeah, and I've realised that like, just one school doesn't define who you are yeah. like, at all. And I think this is the problem people have struggled with a lot because... I completely get it. For me, I feel like people's Cambridge and Oxford was, like, my romba Like, that's what that was. And it was, like, you know, when you don't get something you so badly want, it's so crushing. Because then, same with Rhomba. Like, I was, like, well, I'm just awful at... I'm awful at dancing. I'm, I'm awful. Like, I'm never... Blah, blah, blah. Hmm. And it's, like, I feel like that's what people are, like, they're, like, oh, well, I didn't get to Cambridge and Oxford. Like, I'm awful. Like, clearly I'm yeah. not good enough. And it's not that mm-hmm. you're like not good enough. It's just that there are, like, hundreds and thousands of applicants and you just want not
1: You want all them. they chose. Yeah. Like
0: and that's just simply what it is.
1: Yeah. Cuz I remember talking to some teachers afterwards and one of the things that I said that they were just like what the hell. But I was like cuz I applied for biochemistry. Mm-hmm. So I the thing I said was like what if I'm just like not good enough, like innately good enough at chemistry like like I just don't have that brain that understands chemistry. Yeah. But then they were kind of like so what if you don't? Yeah. Like even if you're not like cuz I kind of got I kind of grew up being told like you're smart. Like you just mm-hmm. are like don't worry about it you're smart you'll be fine and like that was good until everything actually got hard like when you went to GCSEs and I started struggling I was like so what does this say about me like oh my god like I'm not like all these people are saying I'm just naturally smart what the hell so I've kind of had to realize like I put in the work and for me even if I don't like just get something because I'm smart Mm -hmm. like I will work and I will get something because I put in the work and that's almost like been better for me now because it's like So, like, yeah, of course, like, being naturally smart, even if that's even a thing, (laughs) would be great. But, like, knowing that, like, I put in the time and effort to end up getting these grades is quite nice.
0: Yes, and I think that's what it is, and I think that's why I get down on myself when I don't get good grades, because it's, like, I know that's because I haven't technically worked hard enough. And I think that's where the problem is, because then it's, like, I'm, like, that's on me. Like, I should have worked harder for that. And then some people are, like, but, you know, you did your best in those exams i'm like no but clearly i could have done better because yeah. you know based on my track record i could have got higher grades it's like because then that can also get toxic
1: though which is yeah. really hard because i definitely it's like my parents have always been like oh just do your best and which is fine but then i go into exam where i feel like i've done my best and and then the it's not wasn't good enough for how i perceived yeah. it so i'm like what if my best isn't, isn't good enough? A... yes
0: oh it's so and it's, it's, it's so, so toxic but it's so toxic but there's so much around that whole academic validation because yeah. I base like my self-worth off of productivity like when I have days where I'm not productive I feel awful about myself which is normally mm. why I hate Sundays because if I'm not doing anything I literally I'm like what have I even achieved today I've achieved nothing blah, blah, blah. yeah and I just feel awful, yeah and I just feel awful about myself and it's so similar for people I think especially Cambridge and Oxford because it is Cambridge and Oxford but it's like when you just look at it it's like they're just two schools like yes yeah. they have great like reputations whatever but it's like I don't know. I feel like we talked about this earlier. I feel like sometimes it's better for the people who really want to get in. When they don't get in, that's almost better for them because it's like you can't make your whole life based off this one yeah. university. Do you know what I mean? Um, and yeah, I, I'm a
1: strong believer of like things happen for a reason. Me
0: too. You know so... what? And I've talked about this so many times. And I was never one of those cringy, quote kind of girls. <laughs> but I remember at Rombert Summer School, I was talking to one of my teachers afterwards, and like at the on like the last day. And I was like, listen, to be quite blunt, like, miss, I was like, if you have three rejections from all these auditions, is that just a coincidence or is that a Mm -hmm. sign that just dance isn't for you? And she was just like, she was like, you know what? She was like, I know it's a bit cheesy and people kind of groan when they say this, but I truly believe, like, everything happens for a reason. And if you got those rejections, it's because that just wasn't your path. And it's so cringe and it's so, so cliche. But it's so... It's true. true. It's so true. It's so true because I'm like, if I got into those auditions, oh my God, I'd be screwed. I would have been hospitalized and then I wouldn't have been able to actually do any of my A-levels or any of my training. So it's like, oh God, it's just crazy. And then, I don't know, and it's just made me like actually realize other things that I really enjoy and like all that stuff. Like it's so true that things happen for a reason. I just, I'm like a big firm believer in that. So I think even though people... Can get like very. I think especially now because of like Cambridge and Oxford rejections mm-hmm. being handed out. Like, I think it could do a lot of damage to people's mental health. But I think in the long run, it's better for them because it's, it's like better. a lot of the people people's mental health. It's damaging. Is it's just because they base their whole life off of that yeah. uni and that was never healthy in the first place. And especially the way that Cambridge and Oxford work with that like tutorial systems yes. or
1: whatever they're called in Cambridge. I don't know, but <laughs> who knows? <laughs> who knows? But, but like that seems like a very stressful environment. And yeah, I know that going into that interview. I, I hated the interview. And a honest. lot of people do. And I know that part of it was like, it's an interview. It's so like, clearly it is meant to be scary and push you. Yeah. But I, I don't think that was the right learning style for me. So. Exactly. Like, and now you're going in it to a London in, like, uni, which
0: you really wanted yes, to do. I was so excited <laughs> for it. Anyway, but I feel like that kind of concludes, concludes our podcast today. Yeah. I just loved it. Loved a little deep dive. Well, anyway, thank you so much, everyone, for listening. Thank you, Caitlin, for being here. You're welcome. Do you have any last words? Any last wise words of wisdom? Oh, we no. feel like we said it all. I don't think I'm the one you should take wisdom from. Can't Now <laughs> well, that I stand by, that I stand by. Thank you, Caitlin, for being here, Anytime. and I'll be back soon with another episode. Bye. Oh.